Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hello, everyone. It is June 29th, 2016, and you are listening to the Locked On Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Phil Prosperick. I'm the editor of OrlandoMagicDaily.com, and I'll be chatting here uh, for a little bit about uh, an interesting day in, in Orlando Magic news uh, as free agency is coming quickly towards us. Uh, before I get there, I just want to cle- clear up a few things. It looks like the Locked On Magic podcast is now on iTunes. So if you've been listening on Audio Boom or wherever you've been listening, or on the site somewhere, you can now get the podcast directly onto your onto your iPhone or onto your, your whatever listening device you use for it for your for your podcasts now through iTunes. Uh, so go check that out. If you subscribe to the original Orlando Magic Daily podcast, you should get the podcast automatically downloaded. Uh, if not, let me know and I'll I'll make sure that that uh, that gets fixed. Um, you could if none of that works, you can always go to Audioboom. Dot com and uh, and subscribe directly there. Uh, but things should be getting set up. Of course, I mean this is this is week two of the podcast, so still cleaning up some things. Uh, and I just want to let everyone know that there's some great content coming up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com that I won't get to on this show. Uh, talking a little bit about uh, what Evan Fournier's future now looks like with Victor Oladipo gone, as well as. Uh, what the Serge Ibaka trade means for the Magic uh, strategically moving forward. But on today's episode of the Locked On Magic podcast, we're going to take our free agency focus over to the point guards. We've done the small forwards and the shooting guards. Um, I think point guard is the next big need for the Magic now, after, after especially after the Ibaka trade. Uh, so we'll dive into a little bit of some of the available point guards uh, that are out there in free agency. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about the Magic Summer League roster in, in a little bit more detail and uh, give, you, give you a few players uh, that, that you should be uh, keeping an eye on as uh, the Magic prepare for their summer league uh, this weekend in, in Orlando. Uh, obviously not the most important thing in the world, but, but still, still an interesting time for the team and, and still some things that, uh, that need to get done. But the first thing I need to talk about today are, is, is a little bit of news. Uh, it broke uh, in the afternoon yesterday. Uh, it actually broke in the morning um, Dan Wolke of the Orange County Register reporting that the Orlando Magic would be among many teams that would that are interested in Jamal Crawford, uh, the sixth man of the year, three-time sixth man of the year. He won it last year, too, from the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, kind of caught everyone a little bit by surprise. And so it was more interesting to see other reporters kind of double down on this. Uh, Sam Amick of USA Today reported that that, inter- that that interest exists with, with the Magic, at least, that they're interested in Jamal Crawford. Steve Kyler of Basketball Insiders also reported it. And then Alex Kennedy of Basketball Insiders reported that the interest appears to be mutual, that Jamal Crawford is interested in the Magic. Uh, and so, you know, this brings up some, some interesting things to talk about when it comes to Crawford. Uh, I went over him a little bit on yesterday's episode when I was talking about the shooting guards, you know, Jamal Crawford is, you know, kind of a flashy player. He's able to score a lot. He averaged 
14.2 points per game off the bench last year. Shot 40.4% from the floor, 46.6% effective field goal percentage. Um, has always been that kind of a guy. He gets you like 15 points per game off the bench, which is pretty good. Uh, he's a bench player, obviously. Not the most efficient guy in the world, but he can create his own shot. He can get a shot up quickly. Um, he, he's liable for a big game off the bench every once in a while. And that is something the Magic have been missing. So it's not that he doesn't fill a need. My question is, he's now 36 years old. So what kind of a contract is Crawford looking for, and, and is he going to sign? He made about $5 million last year. He, he was a victim, uh, as, as Kevin Wolke's article, and if you go on to OrlandoMagicDaily.com, I wrote, a, I wrote an article just kind of debriefing the rumor and breaking it down a little bit. So there's a link to this article from the Orange County Register on there. Um, it, 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 Crawford certainly is looking for his payday, um, and the Magic certainly have money to spend and, and could be looking for people to spend it on, as, as I've kind of noted. But what kind of contract are you going to give him? I, I think signing Crawford comes down completely to cost. Is he worth the cost that it's going to take? I mean, let's say he's you're paying him $10 million a year. That, that seems relatively fair. So if you're getting him, someone suggested to me on Twitter last night, a two-year $21 million deal. That seems about right. I, I would probably be willing to do that if, I, if I'm the Magic. I don't want him around for too long. Uh, my, my fear with Crawford is that his, his decline has begun, that he is no longer the player that won sixth man of the year. He's no longer, um, that, that his production is just going to continue to fall off a cliff. And, and you don't want to be the team holding the bag, especially, especially if you're the Magic that, that, that needs something. And there are some other players out there, uh, and you can go on to OrlandoMagicDaily.com and take a look at some of the other shooting guards, um, as, as I did a, more, a deeper profile of the shooting guard free agency class uh, this morning. Um, there, there, there are some other guards that, that do a lot of the things Crawford does uh, without necessarily the prestige, but um, are, are much younger, that they have the chance to continue growing, that, that, that have the chance to, uh, to, to, to keep a consistent level of production. You're not always afraid of them stopping. But at the same time, the Magic clearly want veterans. They clearly want more established players, and, and Crawford fits that bill. There's no doubt about it. Crawford fits something the Magic are looking for. And so the, this rumor to me more symbolizes the kind of player the Magic are interested in. They want veterans. They want established veterans. And it seems like they're willing to overpay even just a little bit to make sure that they, they, they fill this need and get these kinds of players. So will Crawford sign with the Magic? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think the Clippers are still very realistic even though they're bumped up against a salary cap. They'll use their bird rights to, to keep him. Uh, I think there's a lot of other teams after him. Uh, I forget what the list is, um, but there's going to be a lot of teams after Jamal Crawford. Uh, he's, he's got some value in this league still, even at his age, and, and certainly with, with his ability, he should. So, you know, these are rumors. You take a them with a little bit of a grain of salt. Um, to me, what's, what's more interesting is figuring out why this player and where else can you find a player like him? Or what does it say about who the Magic are interested in? And so I think this shows that the Magic are really going to focus their free agency on veterans, on guys that have been around the league for a little bit and, and can do uh, pretty established things in the league, and they're not taking a risk on anyone. Um, I don't know if that means they're looking for those guys at the very top, uh, at the top of the free agency class or not, but that seems to be what the Magic are looking for. 
So with that in mind, I think it's time to turn our focus over to the point guard class of this free agency period. Um, I think a lot of Magic fans are looking for an upgrade for Alfred Payton. Uh, I've been in the camp of, you know, of Alfred Payton just completed his second year. And it, was, it wasn't a good year, but it wasn't a bad year. If you actually look at Alfred Payton's statistics, he didn't play much worse statistically than he did his rookie year. He improved in a lot of areas, too, actually. Uh, I'm pulling up his stats right now. Averaged 10.7 points per game. That was an increase over last year. 6.4 assists per game, comparable to what he did last year. 3.6 rebounds, a little bit down. Shot 43.6% from the floor. That's increased. 32.6 from three. That's increased. And 45.1 and a 45.6% effective field goal procession, that's, that's up from last year. So I think the perception that Peyton isn't the point guard of the future is a little bit in how the Magic struggled through January. Um, and I just got a breaking news alert that the Magic have finalized their coaching staff. So uh, let me take a quick break here to take a look at this. Um, the Magic have hired Chad Forcier, Corliss Williamson, and David Adel Adelman. Um, guys that have been rumored with, with the Magic uh, for a while. So that's some breaking news for you. We'll, we'll break down the, the coaching hires a little bit later today on OrlandoMagicDaily.com as, well as, um, as well as on the site uh, soon. Um, and it looks like the Magic have uh, also retained Jay Hernandez as well uh, as a player development coach. So uh, that, that will be, that, that'll be interesting. I'll, I'll break that down um, on tomorrow's episode and uh, probably – as well on uh, on OrlandoMagicDaily.com in, in just a little bit. Um, but focusing back on the point guard, sorry for the aside, uh, Alfred Payton still has room to grow. I mean, he's got to prove something this year. He's got to prove that he can take a step up uh, a- as a point guard this season. But it, it's to me, it's still too early to give up on him. It's still too early to say that he isn't the guy or, or we don't know if he's the guy yet. Um, and I think that's important to remember. Uh, he's still very, very young. Um, he's still a guy that has a lot of growing to do and a lot of learning to do. And, and as much as he struggled under Scott Skiles, uh, I, I don't necessarily think that's an indictment of his entire, uh, of his entire career. Like, I don't think that means you give up on him. I, I've often said He's in the same boat as Nikola Vucevic. You can't trade Nikola Vucevic until you have his replacement in place because that, that center position is so important. The same thing is with the point guard position. I don't think you can trade Alfred Payton unless you have a better option in place. Al Payton's a fine option. He still can be a good starting point guard, and he's got this year to prove it. And if he doesn't this year, then you start really getting aggressive for it. But I think this year with the Magic at point guard, I don't think they need necessarily to find a starting point guard somewhere. I think they can afford to give Peyton one more year. What they need to find is a more consistent backup point guard, uh, add some point guard depth, and have a veteran in place. I mean, C.J. Watson, in theory, was a good signing, and he still might turn out to be a good signing. But he isn't a natural point guard, and he isn't a guy that... um, he isn't a guy that necessarily moves the needle a lot. Uh, and, and, and as we saw last year, he had his injury issue, and the Magic were left totally exposed, having to play Shabazz Napier, and, and that was a complete disaster. I mean, I think um, I think that 
I think that the magic, I think that the magic um, really struggled with, because Peyton was hurt for much of December and January. I, I think that was a big part of the magic struggles because when Peyton was healthy and playing well, the magic looked like a playoff team. So that's why I'm not ready to give up on Alfred Peyton. Now, who is out there in free agency? A lot of Magic fans have talked about going after Mike Conley, giving him a max. If the Magic can get Mike Conley, he's a clear upgrade over Alfred Payton. I, I do that in a heart. I do that absolutely. Uh, I just don't think Mike Conley's interested in the Magic, to be frank. He wants to go play for a winner. That's how he's going to make his legacy in this league. It's time for him to do that. Um, so I, I just don't see that marriage working. What I do see happening is going after some backup options. And, and there seem to be a lot of those, some veteran backup options that could make a lot of sense. Now, I don't think Brandon Jennings is coming back. So I, I'd cross him off the list. Um, you know, I just didn't see much from him uh, as far as being a, a solid point guard, someone who's going to accept the role kind of behind Peyton uh, on the team. But there are some veterans that I like here. I, I, like, I like the idea of bringing in Darren Williams. Uh, he had a decent year last year. In Dallas, um, showed some flashes of who he used to be, but really, really, I think thrived in, in the role that they gave him. Uh, you know, he averaged pulling up his stats here: fourteen point one points per game. Started all started sixty three or sixty five games for Dallas. Um, shot decently, forty seven point seven effective field goal percentage, five point eight assists. So he could still produce, not at the level that he used to in in, in Brooklyn and New York or New Jersey, but he could still produce. So he's a kind of veteran that I think the Magic could go after. I mean, they, they need to find guys that can come off their bench and provide some depth and, and score a little bit. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same deal with Jamal Crawford. They, they need bench guys. They need some depth. You can't just focus on the guys at the top. You've got to bring in some guys to help. And so a guy like Darren Williams, I think, fits. Um, you know, the other guys, maybe a little bit on the younger side, um, I know my, my buddy Zach Oliver of Orlando Pinstripe Post is a big I, fan of the Ramon Sessions idea. Uh, I, I have to do a little more research on him. Uh, I barely even remembered he was in the league last year. But he's more of a scoring guard. Scoring guard. Um, him and Watson can do a lot of the same things. And, and maybe the plan is to have a guy who's kind, a point guard in name only to bring the ball up and let Mario Hazonia run the offense. I mean, that's, that's perfectly possible. Um, Sessions played all 82 games last year. Shot 32.4% from beyond the arc, 50.3% effective field goal percentage, 9.9 points per game, 2.9 assists per game. So he's he's an interest. He would be an interesting fit. I, I don't know if he's a perfect fit. Uh, Jeremy Lin has gotten some traction with Magic fans. Uh, I I think Lin's looking to start, but if Lin is looking for a backup role, he's the kind of guy you can give the ball to and let him create. And what made Lin's sanity work was was he had just complete freedom to run the offense. Uh, and, and he's gotten better since then in a lot of ways, just just hasn't had that featured role. Uh, and so maybe coming off the bench is best for him. But I think Lynn is going to push to start. I think, you know, he's got a rabid fan base. They're going to push for him to start, uh, even if the Magic are fully invested in, in Alfred Payton. And so there might be some 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 uh, strife there if you bring in Lynn uh, with Payton still here. Uh, Magic fans have asked me about Jer Jack a lot. I like the idea. He's just a solid, consistent player. He's coming off of a knee surgery, though, this summer, so I, I'm a little hesitant to bring him in right now. Uh, that that could be something. Raymond Felton would be another player. As, as much flack as he gets about his weight, he produces. Um, we saw what he did in the playoffs. 
He, he can score a little bit. He, he can be a decent backup option. You just can't rely on him for heavy minutes. So maybe that's someplace you go. Again, a lot of these aren't going to be perfect. Um, you know, veteran, veteran point guards are just hard to find, and the list dries up pretty quickly. I mean, if you're the Magic, do you bring in a guy like Austin Rivers, a, a free agent this summer? Do you try and go after him? The, the Clippers don't have the right to match him this, this summer because uh, they, they declined as his team option. Uh, do you go after Steve Blake, who hasn't, produced very, who hasn't produced very much and is just kind of a solid veteran that, that hangs around the league? How about a DJ Augustine, guy who can score, uh, clear bench guy, uh, but you don't really know what else you're going get, to get from him? Um, so there are some interesting point guard options, but again, the, the well dries up pretty quickly for what the Magic are looking for. Uh, they're not looking to sign a guy like Ty Lawson. They're not looking to sign a guy like Rajon Rondo. They, they have attitude problems, and they're trying to establish uh, uh, some type of culture, at least, with, with this team, some type of defensive culture. And so I think it'll be interesting to see how this rookie class plays out um, and, and interesting to see exactly, or, and this is the free agent class, I don't know why I said rookie. It'll be interesting to see how the Magic handle this point guard situation. I mean, maybe what they do as they try and go after it in a trade. Um, they've still got a few trade pieces that they can move around. Uh, but I think finding a quality backup point guard is one of the key needs for this Magic team. And I think it needs to be a veteran, and I think it needs to be someone that can really teach and instruct Alfred Payton on that last piece that he seems to be missing as, as a point guard and a leader, not necessarily you know some of his game, because his, his shooting is going to come kind of on its own. Uh, for this last segment of the show... Um, uh, I'll clean, I want to clean up some things about Summer League. Uh, just so everyone knows, I literally got this press release while I was recording the show. Um, the Magic have hired their assistant coaching staff, um, announced it at least. Uh, as, as we all knew, it was Chad, For- Chad Forcier is going to be the lead assistant with Corliss Williamson and David Edelman on the staff. Uh, the Magic have also retained Jay Hernandez as a player development coach. So a small coaching staff this year. That's what we expected from the Magic. Uh, but an interesting group, um, should be a good group. Forcier has been around with the Spurs for a long time. Williamson is a, has grown pretty quickly into a well-respected coach for the Sacramento Kings. And uh, Edelman, the, the, son, the son of uh, Rick Edelman, has, has had a good coaching career um, with Minnesota so far, uh, kind of an up-and-coming coach, uh, so someone that, uh, that should, should provide a, a good perspective to, to the staff and, and should help help them out here as well. And, and Jay Hernandez has a fantastic relationship with the players. Um, so I think he, he was a good person to, to keep on board as well uh, as, as a player development coach and as an assistant coach as well. But their first job is, is to get the summer league team ready. Um, they'll start to play Saturday at the Amway Center. That roster was released yesterday. And, you know, the Magic don't have a first-round pick this year. They don't. Mario Azonia is not going to play. So the interest and intrigue in this roster uh, certainly – has fallen off some. But there's still some interesting players that, that I think the Magic should, should keep an eye on. Um, obviously, the big one is a second-round pick from last year, Tyler Harvey. Uh, the Magic essentially told him to stay away. They didn't, they, he was down here for training camp, but he didn't participate, so the Magic could retain his rights. He was spending the entire year in Erie uh, with the Bayhawks. Didn't have a great year, though. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how much he's improved uh, and whether the Magic can salvage anything out of him. I don't anticipate he'll spend another year in Erie um, one way or another, uh, but the Magic may just burn his, burn his rights and invite him to camp, or you know, they, 
may try and stash him somewhere else for another year to let him develop. Um, he, he struggled shooting last year. He had a couple big games, but wasn't quite the player everyone expected him to be. So it'll be interesting to watch him play on this level, see if, if this fits him better, if, it, if he improves. Uh, another interesting note is, is Devin Marble is going to play, the now third-year Magic player. Uh, has a non-guaranteed contract this summer with the Magic, so this is essentially his tryout, I think. And so he's got to show what he can do defensively. He's got to show an improved jumper, and you know he's going to be the star of this team. I, I expect he'll he'll get a lot of the baskets and a lot of the, the scoring opportunities uh, with this team. So it'll be interesting to see what Devin Marble provides. Um, he'll be someone that I'll be watching very closely as as he tries to make this roster. Uh, Steven Zimmerman, the center, the second round pick from UNLV. Also going to be playing. Uh, just, just interested to see him play. Uh, I think his rim, his his length and his his rim protection, uh, it could be something that that becomes valuable for the Magic. They obviously they offered a, a qualifying offer to Dwayne Dedman yesterday, so uh, it'll be interesting to see um, whether a guy like Zimmerman can 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 crack the roster and and can stay on the and can stay on the roster or can push a guy like Dedman out the door. To be frank, um, so. Uh, if he has a good summer league, it, it wouldn't surprise me if the Magic rescind that qualifying offer and uh, take the cap room that, that they'll get that they'll get from him. But we'll we'll see about that as well. Um, other interesting players: Alex Poitras, a former Kentucky player. He's kind of a he's he's you know he, he's going to remind people a lot of Corliss Williamson now now the Magic assistant coach. Um, big guy can score can score in the paint. Not a great jump shooter. He was a lottery pick after his freshman year, and he decided to stay in school. He tore his ACL his junior year. His Last year, his numbers came back up to his freshman year, but putting up his number, the numbers that he did as a freshman is different than putting up the numbers that he did as a senior. So uh, definitely still some questions about Poitras, um, but plenty of talent, a guy that, that can, uh, can make it, I think. Um, maybe not quite in today's NBA. I mean, I think he's going to still need some growing. He's got to learn how to get a jumper. Um, but someone that could be very interesting. Another guy I'm interested in personally is Siobhan Shields of Nebraska. Not a bad player. Had a good good career at Nebraska. Was their, was their leading scorer last year, I believe. Uh, so an interesting guy as well. Some familiar names uh, on, this, on the Magic's white team, which is kind of their D-league team. Jordan Seibert, uh, Nana Egru, Kadeem Batts. They all played on the Magic Summer League roster last year. Um, you've got... Former Florida Gator Michael Frazier is going to be on the team. A good shooter. He, he's someone that, that could make a big enough impact to, to get a look, at least in summer league, uh, for a roster spot, certainly for a spot with Erie. He played for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants last year. Uh, and then a guy that a lot of people have been interested in is uh, Patricio Garino, a rookie from George Washington. Uh, a three-time Atlantic 10 all-defensive player. Got a decent shot. Um, he could be someone that could that could crack the D League roster and, and turn some heads and maybe play that kind of Keith Appling role last year, where he'll get a call up in the middle of the season. So, so some you know it, it's not the best summer league roster ever for sure. Um, it's Particio Garino, sorry, um, not the best summer league roster ever. Obviously, not the same intrigue as other years when the Magic have a first round pick or have a have a sophomore that they're looking to to watch play and see how much he's developed. So, you know, we won't see an Aaron Gordon breakout like we did last year. You know, we won't see Hazonia, obviously. Um, but still some still some players to watch, you know, to, to build some depth, possibly bring on to the main roster, certainly to build depth with Erie 
um, new coaching staff, so there's going to be some some moving parts in there as well. Uh, but the other thing, I mean, the big thing I think to watch in Summer League is watch how the Magic play. This is essentially the coaching staff's first time installing the basics of what they want to do. And while there are no Magic players, so they may not install like heavily what they want to do, they're going to begin showing what their strategy is going to be on offense and on defense. So I would watch very carefully how the Magic play, not necessarily who's doing well besides a few of those players that I named. Uh, so still, still some interesting things to do that next week for Summer League. Not the biggest biggest Summer League in the world, but, but still uh, an interesting time for the Magic. Uh, that'll do it for today's show. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening once again. I have a special treat for you all. Um, in the next day or so, I'll be dropping uh, an, Orlando, an episode of the Orlando Magic Daily Podcast um, for you all. Uh, I spoke with uh, Zach Oliver of Orlando Pinstripe Post about the offseason and where the Magic need to go with free agency. Uh, it's about a 30-40 minute, podca- minute podcast, so be on the lookout for that. Again, you can download us now on iTunes. Search for Locked On Magic on iTunes. If you have the original Orlando Magic Daily Podcast feed, you should be able to download it. Um, you should It should download immediately. That The whole thing should, should have changed for you. It'll say Locked On Magic instead of Orlando Magic Daily Podcast. So be on the lookout for that. If, if none of it works, let me know. You can always go to audioboom.com. Go, go scroll down. Look for Locked On Magic. Scroll down. Find the iTunes link. Click on that. That'll get you an iTunes link as well. Uh, and uh, let me know what you think about the show. I mean, this is still an experiment. This is you know a week and a half in now. Let me know what you think about the show, uh, if you have any suggestions, suggestions for segments. I've got a few segment ideas that I'm going to play around with. There's obviously a lot going on right now, so I want to make sure uh, I hit the news and hit what's important uh, with the magic right now. Uh, but let me know if you have any thoughts thoughts or ideas. Uh, share them with me at Daily. You can hashtag them Locked on Magic. I'll, I'll be sure to check that out as well. And you can always follow me at Daily on Twitter. And check, check me out at orlandomagicdaily.com. With that, thank you everyone for listening to the Locked On Magic podcast today. Check out some of the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can check that out on Audio Boom as well. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.